Well, 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 we are back reconvening for an emergency scandal part two episode. The details just won't stop. Every time I open Instagram, which is about every 45 seconds, I guess, right? Um, I, I find out something new, something I didn't want to know, but mm-hmm. I can't help but just completely continue to fall down the rabbit hole. I think that also like it just took us some time to lay the groundwork for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about the details. I want to talk about all the recent stuff that has come out. I have a full list. There have been, I think, genuine insights from Stassi's podcast and yes. Kristen Doty's podcast. I think you will find yourself genuinely shocked by the details I share really? with you, Chandler, today. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 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 But first, should we read the statements? Um, they're pretty long, but we can read them. Okay, I think let's just give our thoughts on the statements. I think that Tom's statement was, it was just not enough. It's just not nearly enough. I think, to be honest, I don't want to hear from Tom right now. I want to hear from Raquel, but I Mm. I think Tom needs to disappear. I I feel like Tom needs to get a room at Passages Malibu or something, you know, and just like take a break from everything. I mean, actually, he probably can't because of filming. But like the fact that we were even getting a statement from him kind of grossed me out. I'm just like, I, 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 I'm not ready for you to now try to spin this. Um, But I guess, yeah, getting into what he actually said. It's just like the first sentence. I want to first and foremost apologize to everyone I've hurt through this process. Like that's that's not really taking responsibility. Like that's through this process. Like, why don't you just say like, I fucked up. I made a mistake. I think the real issue is there aren't words that can make up for it. But right. the reality is, is that these words are still lackluster and well, not enough. And I think he's chalking a lot of this up to them having issues a little bit. Like he says, some of our best times together were never filmed. The same goes for our biggest struggles, which is kind of like laying the groundwork for like there were cracks in our relationship. And 100%. so, you know, like, and, and which I think is just trying to garner some type of sympathy for why he did what he did, which is frankly, you will never get it with us. Like you will never get it. You'll like, you will never find sympathy for cheating on your truly loving and supporting girlfriend, cheating on anyone like with us. You, it is black and white. You made a mistake. Absolutely. Okay. So let's move to Raquel's statement. She does the same sort of like generic wish-washy statement. She releases that, which if anyone wants to read, it's on her Instagram grid. It's about, you know, seeking Mm -hmm. counseling to understand why she seeks unhealthy relationships, yada, yada, yada. But then Chandler, so she posts that a day ago, 12 hours later, she feels the need to post another statement. Are you ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. This is what she says. Besides the indefensible circumstances surrounding our relationship, my feelings for Tom have always been sincere and born out of a loving friendship. Knowing how many people we hurt, I need to understand my choices and learn to make better ones. I need to take care of my health, work on self-growth, and take time to be okay with being alone. I care for Tom, and I don't want to label anything or predict what lies ahead. Right now, I need to heal. In my opinion, this is her saying, I'm in love with Tom, and what we have is real. Right, right. I think there, yeah, there's obviously two ways where she could play this, where she would, you know, forsake Tom Sandoval and just try to go on a redemption tour of I made a huge mistake, or she can double down and try to, you know, explain why their love is real, which is what it looks like she's choosing. So, okay. So I want to get to details that have come out um, since we recorded Wait, um, I want to say one more thing about Raquel's statement, if you don't mind, about her original oh, You have the statement. floor. I have, okay. 
So I think IG famous by Dana pointed this out, but she, she hits on all the things, right? She hits on, you know, seeking counseling, her own mental health, IG famous by Dana was saying that the the PR team is doing the most, like the statement literally does everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think it's funny where she says like, I am reflecting on my choices, speaking to a counselor and I am learning things about myself, such as my patterns of codependency and addiction to being and feeling loved. Um, I just, the the idea that you're like, like there's some crisis counselor, like at her (laughs) West Hollywood apartment, like that she's already in, you know, in, in intensive sessions with with this counselor. I don't know if I buy that she's already, you know, in back-to-back therapy sessions trying to, like, undo what she's done, especially if she's now trying to, like, lay the groundwork for her and Tom to, like, establish themselves as a real couple. Well, also, I just think that, like, there's just something about it's not me that did it. It's my unhealthy need for validation and attention that did it. Like, there's just something about it that feels like it's not full ownership And I feel like people just don't want to hear, like they don't want to hear Tom mention the fact that him and Ariana struggled. They don't want to hear Raquel talk about her inner demons and what she needs to work on. They just want to hear you owning up to the actual harm you've caused. And then the other stuff, keep it to yourself. Also, like just because you have some codependency issues or you need like you need validation doesn't mean you cheat with people. 100%. That's such a far stretch to be like, you know, A plus B equals, you know, Z. I, I just think like, okay, you can say that if you got into another toxic relationship with like another James Kennedy, but like that doesn't excuse in any way. And that doesn't even make sense. Like you cheating on one of your greatest friends or your, you know, someone who's been very good to you cheating with their partner. Absolutely. Like there are other yeah. bad guys to gravitate towards. Totally. You know, Absolutely. there are other ne'er-do-wells out there. You don't have to go for your best friend's long-term mm-hmm. life partner. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why this is catching everything so by storm. Like there's the drama on Real Housewives of Miami, right? Where Lenny cheated. Um, and that's obviously super egregious. I think what's really interesting about this Bravo scandal is that it's a long cheating thing. It's not just a makeout. It's not one night. It's a long cheating mm-hmm. with another castmate of a long-term adult relationship that is just very jarring which is very jarring and also there's a lot of intention behind that like if you cheat with someone for seven months like that's a long time where you're continuing to make that decision where you are having like I mean seven months is long enough to like be annoyed by the person you're dating like that's like that's a full-blown relationship absolutely exactly uh, like there's there's exactly. a lot of lucid moments in seven months where you could have said, actually, I shouldn't be doing this. Like these little excuses, I think that they make more sense when it's like, I got super drunk and right. I made out with someone or whatever. This, yeah, that, this happened that twice. That kind of plays into it. This happened over the course, like this was an active deception and betrayal over seven months. Well, but let, okay, yeah, I don't want to belabor yeah, yeah. that. Let's move on. Yes. Um, okay, so the Stasi podcast, these are the bullet points that I thought were interesting. So one, that they all have thought Sandoval is a narcissist and super selfish for the past 10 years while he's convinced everyone that he's a good guy and that has been maddening for a lot of the cast members. Um, there's no way this is produced or fake, which of course we all knew. Mm-hmm. One of the most interesting things of, about, I think, the podcast is that she basically says that reality TV has the power to turn you into something that yes. you're not. And I thought that that was really astute, right? Like I, she says yeah. that 
in reality TV, you get rewarded and you get more attention and more screen time for bad behavior. And she basically thinks Raquel has lost her way in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. which I think really tracks if you see the Raquel that showed up, you know, when she was first dating James and the Raquel now. Right, right. I thought the the point that she made about, you know, how you just get used to this toxic drama cycle and that you're right. that's what you think life is. Um, you know, just I think would give life to this this type of insidious behavior from Raquel and Tom. Well, and I think that also it so the, she tells this story of having dinner with Ramona and Dorinda with Bo. And this was before she, Bo had come on the show. And she, Ramona said, don't do it. Do not bring him on the show. It will ruin your relationship. And she said at the time, she thought like, no, like if you're a good relationship, you'll be fine. If you're not in a good relationship, you won't. And she says, now looking back, she thinks that Ramona was right, that really these reality shows you know, bring out the very, very worst in people. And they absolutely turn people like, honestly, look at the Stanford prison experiment. Like we all, no one knows what they would be under certain circumstances. And I think that, and I think that that's kind of the point Stassi made. And she said, that's why she would fly off the handle and her dark passenger would come out because, you know, in that environment, it's so much harder to trust your partner and it's so much harder to not feel like the other shoe is going to drop in a major way at any moment. And honestly, your livelihood depends on you having a good storyline. So even if you're playing along for the sake of the show, like that's going to change you. That's going to warp your, your reality Mm -hmm. and your, and your sense of like the way things are and how they should be. And like, I uh, honestly, I felt the spirit when I was listening to the podcast and the spirit confirmed to me uh, that I should never go on reality TV. Honestly, I absolutely agree. And, you know, I think there was a moment where Courtney was approached by a Bravo producer to like fill out a questionnaire. Um, And she, and like Wyatt kind of cut it off at the knees and was like, we're never doing this. I never want any part in this. And Courtney didn't really either. She's like, doesn't have that. That doesn't really make up her personality at all. Um, And I think we were like, I mean, we're like, do it. We were like, (laughs) why are you even asking us? Like, send it off. Can you do you know what this would do to our podcast and our Patreon? Right, um, no. Uh, so anyway, so I think that yeah, it definitely made me feel like really good that that yeah that that wise decision was made. And I think too you can get uh, not and this is the last thing I'll say about this because I want to get back to the cheating scandal, but I just think you can get addicted to the drama and that's what your life can become. And I really liked how Stassi said like real life doesn't have to be like toxic. This is not and dra- normal. It's not normal exactly. Like this, you don't just find this out about your mm-hmm. best friend. Yeah. Um, okay. Another interesting thing she said was that she thinks that the Raquel slash Tom Short's cheating storyline was something that Sandoval basically created. Yes. Um, and she also said that she said she could he- like totally see that coming from Sandoval, that that was his idea. And she says that the main tension on the show is not that Tom Schwartz and Raquel could be interested in each other because she said that that just like was obviously not really the case, that there were any sincere interests mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But she said what what Katie was really hurt by was like, you know, this bothers me. So why are you making this a storyline yes. for the show at right. my expense? Like, let's find another way to make the show good this season. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> and yes, that's absolutely. why. And when they're having that conversation at lunch where she's like, well, was it Sheena's idea? What she's really saying is, was it Sheena's idea for you to pursue shorts on this season? 
and that right. that to be like something you do. The thing, mm-hmm. right. Like there's a whole fourth wall that she's not breaking there um, that we're breaking on this podcast right now. And I do find that to be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I think too, like Katie knows Tom Schwartz. Like she knows that Tom is not like pining after Raquel. And so she, I think it's just interesting to see her be like, I'm not, th- it's not a threatening thing. It's just like, this is just hurtful for the sake of like being, you know, exactly. like being toxic. Exactly. Okay. Um, so another thing that I thought was super interesting was Stassi says that she doesn't think obviously Bravo is going to fire Raquel and Tom, uh, Tom Sandoval, because, you know, like you don't get fired for that kind of bad behavior, that kind of bad behavior you get promoted for. But the problem is she doesn't understand how they can go on for next season because she says no one in the cast other than shorts would agree to film with them. So you can't really have an ensemble show when there's no group gatherings of everyone, where there's no trips together. It would just literally be a reality show watching Tom and Raquel and their relationship in shorts, like hanging out and then everyone else hanging out. But there would never be any confrontation because they wouldn't even like deign to film with them, which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, I'm just thinking as I talk, but something tells me that these people will agree to film when basically the producers say, you're either going to film with these people and make a show or there's no show. So, right. Um, that's my hope and prayer um, for for the entertainment did you value see, of it all. Did you see the stuff about how Tom Sandoval like was refusing to film, but like Andy was like texting him? I'm I'm fa- I'm fascinated. No, by the I didn't see this. that. Yeah, I think this was on Monday or something that Tom Sandoval was refusing to film, and then it, you know there were reports that Andy you know was reaching out trying to convince him you know uh, to do otherwise. Uh, Andy said that like everybody from Bravo was texting him about everything. Mm. Um, I'm fascinated by how Andy is also being very real and in real time about all this drama happening. Absolutely. Um, I think we're, we're, we've all just been completely, you know, caught off guard in the, in the deepest and most profound way by this, uh, by the, um, you know, by, by the unfolding of this unfortunate series of events, Chandler. Um, okay. So now I want to get to what was revealed on Kristen Doty's podcast, all right? Okay. So Kristen was actually with Ariana the night this happened. Oh, my gosh. So Kristen was there at Tom's show um, with Ariana, and she said that she noticed at one point that Ariana was gone, but that her drink and jacket were still there, and okay. she'd been gone for, like, quite a while, like 20, 30 minutes. And so this is, this is what happened. Apparently, she found out that uh, Tom's phone – fell out of his pocket during his performance, okay? Mm-hmm. And a fan picked it up and handed it to Ariana. Mm-hmm. So Ariana said, told um, Kristen that she had a gut instinct to look in it. Um, and she said that that's really strange because they have such a stable relationship and very trusting oh relationship. Gosh. So she, So a lot of it was po- reported like, Raquel was texted the video at the time right. um, that she was on it or she went and looked in Raquel's messages. No, she looked in his camera roll and she finds this screen recording of him and Raquel FaceTiming each other while masturbating together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pretty gruesome to find. And obviously you can Ugh. understand why Raquel has sent out the lo- letter by her lawyers. This is something mm-hmm. she she didn't even film herself. This is a violation um, of her privacy in a really deep way. So that part I understand. And then, and I don't think anyone deserves, you know, any sort of revenge porn on any level, no matter what no, they've done. Of course not. 
Yeah. Didn't Ariana then send it or screenshot of it or something to Raquel and say, you're dead to me? Did she confirm that? This is what Kristen says. So Kristen says that, so after she found out, she called Raquel who was with Sheena at a bar in, mm. in New York. And apparently she was pacing around talking to Ariana and Sheena was like, what's going on? And Raquel f- said casually, Tom and I have had a, been having an affair for seven months. Oh my gosh. Um, apparently Sheena grabbed her phone and threw it in the gutter. Raquel maintained that they are in love and are going to be together and that they have matching necklaces to prove it. Kristen did not reveal whether Sheena assaulted or hit Raquel. I'm sure she doesn't want to get involved with anything that's now like in the legal sphere. Right. Um, okay. So here, so here are a few more really interesting details. So Kristen says that the fan got it wrong or it was misspoken that Raquel was actually making out with Tom Sandoval at Coachella. And that was a year ago, which would put their relationship beginning a year ago. But that is Kristen's point of view. That is right. not fact. Um, Schwartz found out apparently a month ago. Okay. And which um, makes me feel better to be honest. Yeah. Like the idea that Schwartz would have known the entire time and then just like gone along for the ride, like really would be upsetting. It's really devastating. Yeah. Well, I think you would feel so, I think Ariana would just feel so profoundly betrayed that Mm -hmm. no one gave her the heads up. Um, or that he, that Schwartz didn't give her the heads up. So apparently Schwartz told him that he needed to tell Ariana before she found out and it blew up in his face and humiliated her. So this is how Ariana is doing right now. Apparently she is numb and not doing well. And she said she doesn't want to know anything else, like any rumors that come out, anything that's unearthed that he's hooked up with other girls. She says it just will make her feel worse. So she doesn't want to hear any more cheating rumors. Okay. So this is major T, but apparently Chandler so he was not apologetic to Ariana. Really? Um, and he said that she, so basically in the film that we're going to see, the film on Vanderpump Rules, he says, you knew we haven't been happy. Um, he says she's unsupportive of his endeavors. <gasps> and yes. And Kristen says, called, calls bullshit on this and says, Ariana was literally the only one supporting him through all of literally. his cringy endeavors when everyone else was laughing at him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, this is this is very, I think, very interesting. So apparently when Kristen went over to Ariana's, Ariana threw her arms around her and said, I'm so sorry, referencing how mm. her relationship with Thomas started. Right, right. And Kristen says this is not even remotely the same thing. She said that her and Tom should have broken up at their two-year mark. They were cheating on each other during their relationship. Yeah, yeah. They had a super toxic relationship. They were very young. This was not the same thing as an adult decade-long partnership. Right, right. She says she was at their house. They were hanging out. Um, you know, trying to cheer her up, cooking her dinner, playing music, cleaning up, trying to be a healthy distraction. And apparently Tom came in and everyone fell silent and he yelled, yeah, I know everyone hates me. Um, Gosh, just like a kid. Yeah, I know everyone hates me. And apparently like she had to go up and try to talk to him and be like, you shouldn't be here. Like you need to find another place to stay right right now. And he's like, this is my house. So it is like this very, very, yeah, um, very, very weird dynamic right now at their house obviously and he's like like not apologetic to her right 10 years together and he's not apologetic apparently also um ariana is really devastated because she and raquel were genuinely really good friends Mm -hmm. and losing raquel as a friend feels like a death to her and feels like just it's just such a it's just so much worse than just someone cheating right right 
And then the last detail I have is that LVP said on Watch What Happens Live that she thinks that Sandoval and Raquel had a game plan and their plan was to write out the season, mm-hmm. to write out the reunion, and then once the reunion was filmed and aired, to then come out with the relationship. So there was time for the dust to settle. Right, right. Um, and the cameras weren't up. Um, yeah. Well, and then they could just have a brand new season. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about the scratch on Raquel's face and those photos and yeah, yeah, the alleged timeline of those photos? So I have no, I have no doubt in my opinion that Raquel, that Sheena punched Raquel. That just seems like that just kind of tracks for me. Um, What do you think? Well, I don't know, actually. I really don't know. I mean, I I loved uh, Taylor on Stassi's podcast being like, in this case, violence was the answer. Um, <laughs> like I I would have no problem, frankly, if Sheena like hit Raquel like in this moment. Like that would be right. on brand for Sheena, and frankly, like I would back her up in it. Like this is such a betrayal of close, deep friends that have been together for so long. Like you know, your the you know your shadow side would maybe get the best of you in that moment, and I you know I I don't falter for that. But I'm not going to endorse it. But I will say that I can understand. You know. I can sure, understand. Yeah. It. Hell, I'm, I think I'm going to even endorse it. Um, Finally, you're what the worst I'm, person on the podcast. <laughs> what I'm going to say is that Raquel posted these photos of a small scratch kind of above her eyebrow. It's like probably a half an inch long. Um, and so those photos, I think, are were maybe went with the restraining order or something. That's like, I, sh- I don't know how those got leaked, but, you know, it, it was very clear that she took photos of her face, you know, after this, after some type of thing had happened to her, you know, eyebrow. She didn't have a black eye, you know whatever but something had happened to her eyebrow um and what's come to light and this is where i i don't totally know all the facts um is that people are saying that this scratch happened before what watch what happens live and there's video footage of raquel on a flight where you can kind of see the scratch but mm. anyways you can see the scratch a little bit and people are saying like this debunks the fact that sheena ever hit her but i don't know it's a little bit hazy to me i just don't think that I don't think Raquel would have filed a restraining order and pulled an Amber Heard. I just don't. I honestly just don't think that, A, it's that helpful. Like, I don't think people care. I don't think that she is diabolical enough. Obviously, she's diabolical, but I just don't think she's, like, that creative to be like, oh, the way I'm going to gain support is through, like, faking an injury by Sheena right now. I think the strategy was that she didn't have to film the reunion. I just, I, again, I just, you can just not film the reunion. Like you don't have to, and also they can get a a workaround, right? Like they can have her film and have Sheena like on video. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways. So lots of details here. Lots of details. Who knows? But we had to bring you guys all the nuances, all the commentary that we got, um, or that we're receiving minute by minute. Um, we just, you know, didn't want to, didn't want to fall short for our dear listeners. Absolutely not. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. And then if anything major breaks, we will, you know, come back on, release another emergency episode. So, you know, this story is really unfolding live and we're just going to have to continue to take it day by day. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week live every Wednesday. Bye.